This is Getting to Know Your Bible, a program dedicated to the proclaiming of the good news of Jesus Christ. Here's Billy Lambert. It is a pleasure to be with you today on Getting to Know Your Bible. We do appreciate those of you that are watching today, and uh, we appreciate those who may be watching for the first time. And we appreciate those also who watch every time we come on the air. Now today we want you to stay tuned as we're going to discuss a passage of Scripture from the book of Colossians. And our subject is entitled, Raised with Christ or Raised with Jesus. Please stay tuned. Now today we continue to offer a free Bible course. We'd like for you to know more about the course and also we'd like for you to know how you can receive it free of charge Why don't we pause for just a moment? To help you in your study of the Bible, we want to send you this Bible Correspondence Course. This course is non-denominational. It's based on the Bible. It's conducted by mail, and it's free. To receive this course, write to Getting to Know Your Bible, Post Office Box 314, Somerdale, Alabama, 36580, or call toll-free 1-877-877. 7115214 I'm reading now from the 3rd chapter of Colossians verse number 1 If then you were raised with Christ seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Now in that passage, I want you to note this expression, raised with Christ. You know, everything that really matters in life and in death depends upon the relationship that a person has with Jesus Christ. And in this passage, Paul talks about being raised with Christ. And if an individual is raised with Jesus Christ, there are certain things that are true of that individual. There are certain conditions that exist if, in fact, we are raised with Christ. For for instance, if a person is raised with Jesus Christ, their focus in life is not on the earth, but their focus in life is on things that are above. Notice in verse 2, set your mind on things above and not on things on the earth. You see, when we are raised with Christ, we're not thinking about the here and the now, we're thinking about the after a while. We're not just thinking about life that now is, we're thinking about life that is to come. We're not thinking about life that ends on this earth, but rather we're thinking about eternal life with our Lord in heaven above. So set your minds on things above. There are so many people who are just thinking about today, 
thinking about the here and the now, with no thought at all about what is to come after this life. But that's not true with people that are raised with Christ. You see, when they are raised with Jesus Christ, and they are living a life with Jesus Christ, then their focus is on the next world. They're thinking about what's ahead of them. There are a lot of people, I think, that are, are like the man we read about in the 12th chapter of Luke. And he was a farmer. He was a rich farmer, a very prosperous man. And Jesus prefaced this parable by saying, Take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things that he possesses. And then he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? For I have no room where to bestow my fruits and my goods. He said, This I'll do. I'll pull down my barns, and I'll build greater barns. And there I will bestow my fruits and my goods, and I'll say to my soul, Soul, Thou hast goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. And God said to him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? And then Jesus said, So is everyone that lays up treasure for himself is not rich toward God. You see, the man's problem was that he was laying up for himself. He wasn't rich toward God. In other words, he wasn't focusing on the next life. That this man made a lot of mistakes in his life. And one of the mistakes that he made was in, in thinking that he had a perpetual lease on life. He said, you've got goods laid up for many years. And the fact is, he was going to die that very night. And that, that he made a tremendous mistake. And, and, and this man also made a mistake in thinking that... Uh, that you could uh, take things that you store in a barn and, and that they, he would have them forever. There is a lot more to life than the physical and the material objects of life. We have people who think that the ultimate in life is to have a new house and new furniture in that house and a new car and maybe a new boat and motor and, and, a, and a new motor home and a, everything that their heart can desire. And they're going to be, really have everything that a person would want. And they're focusing all on this life and they're not thinking at all about the life is to come. But that's not true of people that are raised with Christ. There's, they've set their minds on things above and not on things on the earth. And this man made a mistake in, 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 in not seeing the needs that were around him. He did not see a person, maybe that had just lost a husband. And he would have been able to go and to alleviate some of the needs that that individual had. But it doesn't appear that he was that kind of a person. Because you see, he was thinking only about himself. He talked about my fruits, my goods, my soul, my barns. He wasn't taking God into account. He was leaving others out of his life. I think the sad truth is there are many people going down through the road of life, falling right in the same footsteps of this man, leaving God out, leaving Christ out. But that's not the case of people that are raised with Jesus. This man made a mistake 
in, in failing to realize how sudden death can come. See, he died before he planned to. And most people do, don't they? But you see, when a person is focused on the next life, and, and they are focused on things that are above, there's such a difference that makes in their life. When you're raised with Christ, you realize there's so much more than meets the eye. You realize there are things that you need to focus on other than the things of this old world. Now let's make another observation. That when a person is raised with Jesus, then you have died to sin. Now notice, for example, in verse 3, For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Now verse number 5, Therefore put to death your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience in which you yourselves once walked when you live in them. So when a person is raised with Christ, they've died. One translation says they've been crucified. Verse 5 says in some translation, therefore put to death your members which are upon the earth. And so that means that we die to the love and the law and the practice of sin in our lives. And the old man dies to sin. And in this chapter, Paul explains the difference in the old and the new. You see, when a man has been raised with Jesus Christ, he's in Christ, and he's a new creation. Listen to Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. That's the case of a man who is raised with Christ. He is a new creation. He's a new creature in the Lord Jesus Christ. And when he's in Christ as a new creature, the old has passed away, and all things are become new. And Paul explains that. Let's continue reading in verse number 5. Therefore put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience. And friends, those things are still with us today. In the which you once walked when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off all these things. These are some other things to put away. Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another since you put off the old man with his deeds. You see, you put off the old man. You put off things like anger and wrath and malice and blasphemy and filthy speaking. Those things are laid aside. That's the part of the old man. But notice what he says now in verse 10. And have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him, where there's neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, slave nor free, 
but Christ is all in in all. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on. Now he talked about things to put off. Now he's talking about things to put on. And this is because you're raised with Jesus. You're living for Christ. Put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, here's one other thing to put on, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. So get the picture here. Here's a man raised with Jesus Christ and he dies to the old man. He dies to the former life. He puts that aside. He puts off things like anger and wrath and malice and blasphemy and fornication and uncleanness and and the like. And he puts on the new man who is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. And so when you're raised with Jesus Christ, there's a death involved, a dying to sin. And that means that I don't live like I used to live. That means my heart now belongs to Jesus. And I want to do what Jesus wants me to do. And that's a struggle every day for the Christian. We have to always keep in mind Jesus, what He would have me to do. Because you see, I'm now raised with Him. I'm thinking on spiritual plane, focused on above, And I'm going to lay aside the old life and I'm going to live a new life in Jesus. But another observation we want to make is that if you are raised with Jesus Christ, it is because you have been baptized. Now look in your Bible in Colossians chapter 2, verse 12. Buried with Him in baptism. Someone says, well, what is that talking about baptism? He's talking about water baptism. He's talking about the same thing that Peter talked about in Acts 10 when he said, can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized? So he says, buried with him in baptism in which you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. So when we we are raised with Christ, it's because we have been baptized. He says, buried with Him in baptism, in which you also were raised with Him. And then verse 3 of chapter 1 says, if then you were raised with Christ. Raised with Christ when? When you were baptized into Him and you were raised with Him. There's so many in the religious world that have failed to understand the significance of Bible baptism. Jesus said, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you all way, even unto the end of the world. 
This is something our Lord taught. In giving the Great Commission, according to Mark's Gospel, Jesus said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. On the day of Pentecost, when Peter was preaching to the people in Jerusalem, and after they had asked, what shall we do? He said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. In Acts the 8th chapter and verse 12, when Philip went down to Samaria preaching, the Bible says when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized both men and women. So they were raised with Christ. They were baptized into Jesus Christ. Then in Acts the 8th chapter and verse 35, Philip opened his mouth and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came under a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest, thou mayest. And the eunuch said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. They went down into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. When they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught the eunuch away that the the Philip away that the eunuch saw him no more and he went on his way rejoicing. In Galatians the third chapter and verse 26 and 27, Paul wrote, For you are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ did put on Christ. In Romans the 6th chapter and verse 1, What shall we say then? Shall continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Christ were baptized into His death. Therefore, we are buried with Him by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. My friends, that's what the Bible says about Bible baptism. There's so many other passages. But that's enough for us to see that when we're talking about baptism, it's a Bible topic and it's important. And it is essential to our salvation. At least Jesus said it was. He that believeth one is baptized two shall be saved number three. The he that shall be saved in that passage is the he that believes and the he that is baptized. And is just as important and essential to one salvation for a person to believe as it is to be baptized. And so we're to believe on Christ and we're to be baptized into Jesus Christ and if we are raised with Christ, it's because we have been baptized. Look at Colossians chapter 2 and verse 12 again. Buried with Him in baptism, in which you are also raised with Him. See, we're talking about being raised with Christ. So if you're raised with Christ, then you're focusing on things that are above. If you're raised with Christ, you've died to the man of sin, that old man. And if you're raised with Christ... It is because 
you've been baptized into Christ. But let's make another observation. If you are raised with Jesus Christ, He means everything to you. He's your everything. Lotus verse 11, where, where Paul is talking about the things that we put on, the new man. He said, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Is Christ your everything? Is He all and in all to you? You see, because I am raised with Jesus, my life ought to focus on Him and center around Him. Every life needs some point of reference in it. Now, some people have put alcohol as the point of reference in their life. Some people have put the use of drugs, legal and illegal, as the focal point in their life. There are people that are just as addicted to prescription medications as some people are to illegal drugs. Now, drugs are good that a doctor prescribes and when they're used properly. But when they're not used properly, they become the focus in your life. That's not right. That's wrong. There are some people who have to say that, that money is the focal point in their life. I have people that I, I know that you cannot be around them more than 10 minutes until they began to talk about money, the need for more money, or how much money they have and where they have their money invested. They, they just focus on it. That's the center. That's the core of our life. Some people would say that, that having a good time and, and partying on the weekend is the focal point of their life. Some people can hardly wait until the weekend, and it's not in order that they might go to worship the Lord. It's order that they, in order that they might go out and have a good time. I want to ask you, is Jesus Christ the core and the center of your life? What are you focusing your life on? To what are you dedicated? I believe that when God made man, that God made man with the capability of having the Lord God in our heart. I, I believe that. I believe there's a place for Him in my heart. And when I try to put something in there that doesn't belong, I'm not going to live a happy, fulfilled life. I suspect right now I'm talking to some people that are not really happy. And maybe the reason you're not as happy as you could be is because of what you're trying to center your life on, what your life revolves around. And if it's revolving around anything other than the Lord Jesus Christ, you're not ever going to achieve the, the level of happiness and contentment that's possible. Paul said to rejoice in the Lord in Philippians 4.4. And we indeed can rejoice in the Lord today. And Paul said, and again I say rejoice. Is he the core and center of your life? I guess another way to put it is, are you committed to him? Have you committed your all to him? Everything about your life is committed to Christ. Oh, I know that when you do that, people will call you a fanatic. I know that, that when you commit your life to Christ and you begin to talk about the Lord and you begin to pray regularly and read the Bible, that there are people that are going to ridicule you. I'm aware of that. How well am I aware of that? But let me tell you one thing. I believe the reason people do that 
is deep down inside, they envy you. I think deep down inside, they wish they had the peace, they had the happiness, they had the joy that you seem to have. I'm telling you, there's no life that compares with the life of a Christian. No life. I want you to give your life to Jesus. It's a, when you have a life that's focused on Jesus Christ, it makes all the difference in the world. Jesus did not come to make people miserable. That wasn't His purpose. Jesus did not come to hurt people. He came to help people. He came to bring joy and peace into our hearts and our lives. John 10 and 10, He says that the Son of Man has come that men might have life, that they might have it more abundantly. Some of us are not getting all out of life that we can. I want to urge you to be raised with Jesus. If you've never been baptized into Christ to live the Christian life, I want you to start doing that. I want you to find, you call us, we'll have someone contact you and help you and assist you in being baptized into the Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, you see, when you're raised with Jesus, you, you, you stop looking at all this, old, all this old world has to offer down here. It's going to pass away one day and you start focusing on above. And if you're really, really interested in going to heaven, you're going to be raised with Jesus in baptism. We read that in verse 12 of chapter 2. But then in conclusion, when you're really raised with Jesus, you're anxious for Him to come back. Notice verse 4. When Christ who is our life shall appear, then you will also appear with Him in glory. He's coming someday. He's coming for those that have been raised with Him, live for Him, dedicated to Him, given their lives to Him. May I encourage you to do that today? To give your life to Him? To believe on Jesus with all your heart? To repent of your sins? Confess your faith in Jesus to be baptized as we have just read from the Bible. Please do that today. And in the closing moments, may I give you a personal invitation to visit the Church of Christ in your community. If you have questions, they'll be happy to sit down with their open Bibles and discuss those questions with you. And also right now, please pick up the phone and call for the free Bible Correspondence Course. It could be the single greatest thing you've ever done for your life to help you focus your life on things above. I want to thank you for watching today. I love you. God loves you. And we want to do everything we can to help you and assist you in your spiritual journey. And until we meet again, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you is my prayer. Getting to Know Your Bible has been presented by Churches of Christ. If you have a question about the church, or if you would like the location of a Church of Christ near you, or to receive the free Bible course, write to 
Getting to Know Your Bible, Post Office Box 314, Somerdale, Alabama 36580 or call 1-877-711-5214. Join us next time for Getting to Know Your Bible.